Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday. Your end of Monday, thank God, right? Tell you what, I'm glad it's Monday is over. What's going on, everybody? How you guys doing? Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. It's right there. You just got to give it a little click. And then if you want to join, you want to become a member, subscribe, do all that stuff, everything is down there for you, including the Patreon. Of course, we had the Patreon stream over the weekend, so thank you for everybody who was a part of that. And I posted actually some uh, last week's outtakes on the Film Junkie shorts, so if you want to go check that out, do so. And then, of course, we got shirts down below. Everything! What's going on, everybody? No Way Home definitely was pretty amazing. I have to watch it again. I meant to watch it again over the weekend because I haven't watched it since uh, the movies, since I was in the movie theater. It's going to be a little different, though, to watch No Way Home from home. It's got to be, it's got to be, it's not going to be as crazy, you know, but at the same time, maybe it will be nice. Anyways, ah, what's going on, video game? Aholic says this stream was supposed to be on it. Really? Oh, did I mess that up? <laughs> I didn't set it right. Nah, that's my bad. It's usually at six. My bad. So you guys have been waiting for a while, huh? All right. Uh, Mike, uh, sound supremely confident. Well, you have to sound supremely com confident when you're selling things. Anyways, um, material screw it on, of course. <clears throat> Mikey, of course. Everything that he says comes true, Matia, darling. What's going on, Mr. Jason? How you doing? We got Ryan right here. <laughs> Jose, RDM. Hashtag full frontal for yes. That's why I'm um, trying to bulk up a little bit, get, get in better shape. Get in better shape, Dave Batista. What's going on, Niner fan? What's going on, of course, Mr. Jose? Let's get nuts. Baseball season is almost upon us. And I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm liking what I'm seeing. I am liking what I'm seeing from the Giants. You're going to block Robert Pattinson? <laughs> if you see Robert Pattinson and his mom again, just block him. Wow, it's funny. Uh, so everybody's saying hi. Let's see. We got Mr. JD right here. We got Mr. Uh, Mr. Eric right there doing some narration over that. What? Selena, what? That's hi, but yeah. Meow day. There you go. Cat's here. Meow. All right. Hey, Mama Film Junkie's here, and she's been a member for 13 months. So thank you, Mom, for being a member, of course. We had dinner yesterday, and it was delicious, but I had like a big lunch, so I couldn't quite eat it all, but I took it home, of course. She put it in a little baggie for me, so love you, Mom. Love you. All right. So who else we got here? Who else? Anybody? Anybody? Ba -ba -ba -ba. We got Rosemary. Weekend was pretty good. Not too shabby. Caught up on... Some shows that I've been meaning to watch because I reactivated my Hulu and um, I watched Pam and Tommy and that was insane. <laughs> it's insane. It's pretty good. Uh, sometimes it was a little bit much. I was like, all right, can we get to, uh, but, uh, but overall I really liked it and I thought Sebastian Stan and uh, what was her, what's, who plays um, Pam? I'm totally drawing a blank on her name. I know she was, she's Lily James. There you go. Just came to me right there. They did a fantastic job. It's it pretty well done. I really enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of nudity. That's for damn sure, which, you know, nothing wrong with that. And then, of course, I watched The Dropout, which there's a new episode coming out. Caught up on The Dropout. And I must say, wow, crazy story. If you haven't 
read up on the Elizabeth Holmes story. Wow. I mean, I kept hearing about it on podcasts, various podcasts, and I heard about it, but I didn't know like the full on details and watching that show. Jesus, tell you what, there's a create and Amanda uh, Seyfried, Seyfried, probably her best performance I've seen her in. I'm sure she's had better performances, but my God, she is just killing it in that show. What's going on, Mr. Shamagic? Good to see you, bud. Doing some, um, doing some more card tricks and everything. Yeah. Next on the list. Yeah, definitely watch it. Hoy, hoy, Mr. Jason. You are a 15-month member. So thank you, sir, for being a member for 15 months. Awesome stuff. And then, of course, you got Captain Gator Girl right here saying hi to her husband. You in the dungeon or whatever the hell you weirdos talk about. I don't know. I, I, I can't even keep up anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, guys. Um, Thank you guys for uh, clicking in and stuff like that. Of course, I got my Monday wine right here. Just poured it. F- fresh glass. Mmm. Delicious. But yeah, overall, the weekend was um, was pretty good. Like I said, I just was trying to catch up on that stuff and um, did all that. And uh, I really didn't do much. Did some other stuff that I needed to take care of as well when it comes to uh, getting things together. And then, uh, then sat- Sunday, like I said... Visited my dad in his new place. Now he's only an hour away, which is cool. So I got to see his new place and uh, had some had lunch with him, and, uh, and then of course had dinner with my mom. So made the rounds with the parental units yesterday, which is always fun, always good. But now that it now that I had to drive certain like up the mountain and then come back, that it was like it was kind of a long day. Kind of was a long day. So then got home just in time to talk some Batman, of course, with Scott McClellan. So hopefully you guys had a good weekend too. Everything is there. What? Ooh, Jurassic Park 3 is 2 hours and 30 minutes? Okay, and there's a runtime that apparently, I don't know, I guess it was on Fandango or something like that for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I can't, it's almost, I can't say the full title without doing that voice because I have always made fun of the title of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I've always said it sounds like a theme park ride, which it very much does. Martin Scorsese was right. No, um, but yeah. They said it was two hours and six minutes, and I'm kind of going, I don't know about that. We kind of talked about that, I think, on the Vodka stream and, or the Patreon stream. And I'm like, I don't know if that's pretty accurate because you have a movie that's going to have a lot of shit in it. I just don't think two hours and six minutes is the way to go. But two and a half hours for Jurassic World 3, I'm all about that. You know, you got to have a good runtime. Now, I know there's people out there like, hey, man, we need to go like short movies, okay? Why are these movies so fucking? And it's like, all right. We can have the short, quick movies, sure. I'm all for that, fine. But sometimes, like we've seen, like like we saw over this weekend, a movie that was an hour and 44 minutes was chop, 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 you know? I just, I'm tired of, you know, when it comes to a story and you're trying to flesh out some things, yes, I'm not saying it has to be freaking three hours plus. I'm just saying you start losing something when you get un- when you get to that two hour mark and under. It's like, oh, so I don't know if that's what's going to be happening with all that. So, but anyways, all right, let's go ahead and get to the tweets. Let's get to these tweets right here. Okay, and we'll talk about. Of course, we're going to talk about Morbius. We're going to talk more about the box office fan reaction. A certain uh, article that came out that uh, that you guys should read. That I'll have posted down below. I'll just kind of briefly go through it a little bit, which was a very uh, well written article that talks about fan reaction and fandom and and critics and everything like that. We'll talk about Will Smith. Can't stop. I mean, just a, you just as much as we want to stop talking about Will Smith, there's just more stuff to talk about when it comes to all this. And uh, hopefully. 
Again, this all blows over. And then we're going to talk a little bit of Michael Keaton in The Flash. I don't. I know there's all kinds of rumors and, and leaks and spoilers and whatever the fuck because we had that Flash screening that's all out there and hopefully you guys are avoiding it like crazy. Of course, there are people that are just... just they just want to just post it and just say the shit because they want this movie to fail, which is part of what we're going to be talking about when it comes to Morbius. It's just the fandom. The way fandom is right now, it's really taking an ugly turn when it comes to... Um, when it comes to these movies. And then we'll talk about April movies, like a new segment I was going to be doing once a month is uh, basically talking about the movies that will be coming out in April. So, all right, let's go ahead and get to the tweets. Let's get to the tweets. Okay, we're good, we're good, we're good. All right, here we go. All right, let's get to, hey, Wonder Meg's here. What's going on, Meg? Good to see you. Hopefully everything's uh, going good. Okay, let's see what we got here. We all knew that Scott McClellan would eventually be DC canon, and apparently he is in Superman and Lois at this place in Old McClellan Road. On Old McClellan Road. It's just so fitting that Scott did turn 40 last week, so Old McClellan for sure, right, Scott? (laughs) Love you, pal. Love you. Love you. I only kid. I'm only a couple years behind you and everything, so... Hopefully you guys are in, yeah, Moon Knight. There's my Moon Knight review right there, all that stuff. And God, ah, okay, and then this is part, partly what I, I'm going to be talking about, of course, when it comes to Morbius, but we got Robert Eggers right here. Um, this is a quote right here, uh, Cinema Solace posted this right here. Robert Eggers calls editing The Northman the most painful experience of his life due to studio interference. Now, I didn't like full on do uh, research, like full on find where the quote was and everything like that. So if anybody uh, has any update on this, please send it to me. I figured that this was a pretty, you know, this thing, you know, Cinema Solace was a pretty decent um, uh, username right here or a Twitter handle right here. Uh, It says, I don't think I'll do it again, even if it means not making a film this big ever again. I'd like to make one even bigger, but... Without control, I don't know. So Robert Eggers, also suffering the wrath of studio, of studio interference right here. I don't even, what, who, I think it's, is there Universal that's uh, distributing the Northmen? I don't know. I'm looking forward to the Northmen, but apparently they were trying to chop it down. I'm wondering what, uh, I'm wondering what that runtime, what is that runtime going to be when it comes to the Northmen? I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Where are they going to cut it down to? I mean, Robert Eggers, I mean, come on. He's very artsy. He likes to flesh things out. He really likes to take his time. Slow burn. Slow storytelling. So I hope they didn't chop it up too much because, yeah, it is Universal. Thank you, Stephanie. I thought, yeah, when I, when this was uh, floating around, I think people were talking about Universal. So, yeah, I mean, that's just what sucks. It's what sucks. This is what's happening. And not, not a lot of people are talking about it. I mean, people are talking about it, but not as much as they should be. So not as much as they should be. But I don't know. So hopefully it doesn't affect the movie too much. But, man, that's painful to hear a filmmaker say that. My God. Roger Pena. Thank you for the $5 super chat. Hey, Dave, what do you think about WB following Zach on Twitter? I saw something about that. Was that recent? Because I know sometimes it's like recent. It's not. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe that means something positive. We'll see. And these are adorable, and I want one. Got some Battenson, Batmobile and everything. Look at these little guys right here. Uh, the the Nenderoid figure of the Batman right here. Of course, you got that one right there. Adorable. So, Dave, if you lift up your mic a little bit, we can hear you 
Uh, what? You can't? Can't hear me? You can hear me good? If you love to have your mic a little bit, yeah. And maybe because I have to turn it a little bit. Got a little loose. You know, it gets a little crazy over the weekend, so it got a little loose. Anyways, sound better? Anyways, uh, Mr. Chris, uh, I always try to struggle with his name, Arigua. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I, I think I got it last week, but anyways, he made this right here. So Mr. Chris right here, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try right now. Right now, I'm just like, I, I think I got his last name right last week. But yeah, go to ArtPal and then type his name, and he's got his art right there. And of course, uh, featuring some cyborg art right there, which is pretty good. Pretty good. See, now I'm like self-confident. Like I, I, I don't have the confidence to, uh, to say the, his last name right like I, like I uh, did last week. And he complimented me for it, Sal. And then, of course, you guys saw this right here, um, the Obi-Wan. Um, Thank you for your incredible support and response to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Of course. Hello there. I have some important news. Our premiere date is moving just a couple of days from Wednesday to Friday, May the 27th. 3D. But here's the exciting part. The first two episodes will premiere together. Two episodes on Friday. So make sure you tune in to both episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi streaming Friday, May the 27th, exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Is it me or is uh, Ewan McGregor looking a little jacked? Huh? Looking a little jacked. Tell ya. Hmm. I think he's looking, arms are looking a little veiny, a little pop right there. So uh, that's cool. So instead of uh, Wednesday, we're going to see it on Friday, and we're going to get two episodes on that premiere date. So that will be fantastic. Hello there. Uh, let's see. Yeah, see, there's this stuff right here. Reports now indicate Will Smith was not asked to leave the Oscars, blah, blah, blah. I mean, who knows? The Oscars, the Academy is just trying to save face. Idiots. Here's a beautifully uh, fan-made poster by Vincenzo Art, a lot source art right here. It's pretty cool. Always love showing that fan art right there. Release the air cut, please, pretty please. And, uh, yeah, not a lot of people talk. When, when, when Obviously, we heard about Bruce Willis. He's going to be retiring from acting. We heard that last week, and we're all saddened to hear that because we love Bruce Willis. Uh, many iconic roles. Of course, the most iconic being John McClane. What's going on there, Mr. Anthony? Good to see you. Um, but nobody talks about Death Becomes Her, man. I tell you, this movie, I love this movie. It's a great movie. Please, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It is ridiculous and quirky and weird, but it's freaking hilarious. It's great. Meryl Streep, Goldie Hawn. It's a fantastic movie, but Bruce Willis does a fantastic job. I mean, obviously, he came from comedy. I mean, we, we always think of Bruce Willis as this, you know, this brooding, like, New York cop type, obviously, um, action guy. But, man, his con- I mean, his comedy chops were on point all the time too and especially in this movie man when it comes to death becomes her so please do that daniel radcliffe good on him i'm just so i'm just so already dramatically bored of hearing people's opinions about that i just don't want to be another opinion adding to it so he was asked about the slap and he said i don't want to talk about it so good on him thank you daniel radcliffe for doing that and uh we got mr moon knight right here He's already over at the uh, the Avengers headquarters right there in Disneyland. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. All right. Um, I don't know how much of this is true. I doubt it's even true. But um, this uh, this this 
This Twitter handle posted that Rami Malek is rumored to be cast as Scarecrow in an upcoming The Batman Project. I haven't heard anything about this. There's not even a link right here to Deadline. I'm sure it's bullshit. I don't think Deadline actually posted this, but I would not hate that. I would actually like that a lot. Rami Malek, I think he could pull off a pretty good, uh, a pretty good crane, to be honest. So, but yeah, I don't know how. You know, I'm pretty sure it's BS right there. So. 23 years ago, The Matrix came out. Man, that's crazy. 23 years. Fuck. Got this uh, cover right here for Batman 89, 6 of 6. I got to catch up on those. Eddie Murphy's going to be playing the godfather of funk, George Clinton, in a movie. So that's cool. I can see that, and I think he's going he's gonna to rock it right there. I'm just wondering when Eddie Murphy was actually going to step on the stage again and do more comedy. He kept on talking about that he was going to do it. But he hasn't done it yet, even though any time that he does public appearances where he talks, he always kills it, especially on, like, Saturday Night Live and stuff. But uh, that's going to be awesome. I'm smelling maybe an Oscar nomination right there. we got M. Night Shyamalan talking about Bruce Willis. All my love and respect to my big brother, Bruce Willis. I know he's wonderful. I know his wonderful family is surrounding him with support and strength. He will always be the hero on the poster on my wall as kid. There you go. So M. Night Shyamalan talking about uh, Bruce Willis. And speaking of uh, Daniel Radcliffe, apparently uh, in 2007, Daniel Radcliffe deliberately wore the same outfit for six months solely to piss off the paparazzi to make their photos unpublishable. (laughs) That is awesome right there. So every time he was out and about, he was wearing this jacket and blue jeans and this hat. So then you couldn't really tell. Couldn't really tell if it was like, you know, recent or not. That's fucking funny right there. I love that. Absolutely love that. Here's uh, Lee Barmijo. Appreciation post right here. I tell you, I love the way that this guy draws Batman. I mean, this guy drew Batman, and, you know, if you guys watched, you know, every guy watched, if you read Batman Damned, he also drew Batman butt naked. So, yeah, guy does a great job. It's just the art right here. I just love that. Just love that. And love the, love the costume, too. That Noel Damned costume. It's pretty damn cool. And we got, of course, uh, directors directing Batman right here. Matt Reeves and Pattinson. Of course, we got Affleck and uh, Zack Snyder. And then we got Nolan and Bale right there. So directors directing Batman. Anybody who's wondering what this tweet is about, I forgot to tweet out that I was, you know, about to watch Morbius. But, yeah, if you, got, if you watch Morbius, anytime he drank the blood, I just, I, when he was, like, you know, drinking, like, the blood out of the bag, it just reminded me of Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> So that's what that gif was all about, if you're still wondering about that. And it's a wrap on Batgirl. The director's right here wearing Battinson's cowl right here. That's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, apparently they wrapped up on Batgirl over the weekend. So uh, who knows when we're going to get some first official footage of that. I don't know if they're going to move the date. Seems like they should, but who, who the fuck knows. But Gary Oldman joining the cast of Oppenheimer, but apparently the source may be not right. So I don't know how true that is. We were talking about that on the Vodka stream. Not too sure. So anyway, Dave, we can't hear you. You can't hear you in the left ear. Okay, so you have that's weird. Can't hear me in the left ear. Let me see. Are my settings all messed up? I don't know. It seems like it's okay. Maybe not. I don't know. My I had some audio issues before. So I'm sorry about that. If you can't hear me, I'm sorry. I'll have to probably mess with my my settings. So I apologize if you can't hear me fully 
in your headphones or earbuds or something like that. Um, that's a beautiful shot right there of Mount Fuji in Japan. I love that. It's good stuff. And yes, Rebel Moon Tea is coming, guys. Rebel Moon Tea is coming. April Fools. April Fools. Seriously, April Fools. If you saw the Batman, you know. You know. You know. Let's see what else we got. Back to the Future. Cool. Yeah. Got all that thing. Uh, George McFly, he was born on April 1st, 1938. So, you know, he had a birthday recently. 1938. Hey, look at that. Lucky Charm, Lucky Charm cereal causing vomit and diarrhea. I just, I didn't even really read the article. It's from the New York Post, so who knows what the hell. They're very clickbaity. But at the same time, I just kind of found it funny because, um, I just found it funny because, well, I still find it hilarious that, this is this is supposed to be breakfast. I mean, it's just sugar on top of sugar on top of sugar. I know I've 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 already expressed how insane it is the fact that, you know, pop tarts, donuts, cereal with fucking marshmallows and just how is that part of your complete breakfast? It's made with whole grain. General Mills says it's not healthy for you. Okay? You know what my fucking breakfast is now? Black coffee. That's what it is. And then it makes some eggs. But it's just crazy how that... How, <laughs> we wonder why there are, you know, health issues. So, so many health issues when it comes to this country. Anyways. And then speaking of Morbius, yes, look at this. Remember, at one point, there was a robotic arm that Tyrese was wearing. That arm was all kinds of special effects and powers, and that's going to mess people up when they see this movie. That's what he said. And remember, if you guys saw the movie, there's no mention of an arm because Morbius was cut to shit, shredded up. Ugh, crazy. I totally forgot until we talked about it on the vodka stream that there was like that shot of some kind of robotic arm thing that was happening with Tyrese's character. Ugh. Frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Do I have that right there? Yeah. We'll talk about that. We will talk about that. But, man, I tell you what, it's just so much. And then, yes, guys, if you guys saw this, uh, I am going to be voicing Batman in this uh, in this jail motion comic, which, of course, Mr. Eric, uh, Mr. Horrible down there, is uh, helping write and produce and whatever the hell. And, uh, yeah, apparently I got the gig. So if you guys saw that. That should be fun. You know, he asked me, and I thought, why not? I could do. Uh, I could try to do a Batman voice. I mean, a, a casual Batman's voice is a little too much, so it's just a little bit. Try to do. Uh, try to summon the Kevin Conroy within. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, we were talking about this on the Patreon stream. Phil brought this up, but uh, these are Venom Two storyboards went hard as fuck. Makes the title "Let There Be Carnage." make a lot more sense yes apparently at one point venom was gonna get pretty damn crazy talk about a crucifixion and carnage looking like a big like evil demonic priest right here so i don't know if you guys saw this venom crucified by cross red rope carnage in front of the big crucifix of the church i mean it did take place in the church the final act but man tell you what look at these look at this look at his tongue his tongue is making the crown of thorns. That is fucking crazy. 
Turns around and Venom, let's see, full of thorns, the, th- uh, the, the tone of carnage, turns around and Venom's skull. Oh, man. I mean, how fucking hard would this went? But no, no. Scary idea. Scary idea, like all the concept art we saw for uh, Justice League. Venom, uh, sacri- I don't know what that says, a bad writing by Carnage, Red Rope. Man, I tell you what. Ugh. Stop liking bad Sony movies. I know. See, that's what's happening, Jose. It's like the fact that people <laughs> people are like, yeah, that was great. That was fun. That was good. And it's like this. I mean, we could have got something like this. I mean, this would have been. It's like you could still have all the Venom stuff that we got. I I always. I Both Venom movies, I enjoy the Tom Hardy Venom stuff. You know, I like the Eddie and Venom back and forth. It's great. The comedy's great. Tom Hardy is a beast. I love Tom Hardy. But can we get some shit like this? Can we get some shit like this? Because that final act, that final battle, had some cool moments, but you could tell it was cut to shit and stuff like that. I want something like this. Ah, damn it. We can have the fucking party scene, the rave scene, or like when he goes to that rave or whatever and doing all that, and when they had their little breakup. We can have that, but we can also have this. We can have this too. We can have it all, folks. Ah, but man. Jeez, tell you what. Tom Hardy, yes. Tom Hardy gives me a Hardy. Anyways, um, yeah, I went there. I went there. Enosh, apparently he got expired. I'm telling you guys, watch. If you guys haven't watched or listened to the Vodka stream on Friday, it was a great episode. Enosh was the featured guest. We did a little catching up, and then, of course, we had a great panel. We talked probably almost for a good hour. We talked about food. We talked about food, and apparently that inspired um, Chef Enosh to come out. And uh, so we had, like, a stream where he was making a crock pot chicken pot pie, man. So that's pretty cool. Hey, we got some Spidey concept art right there. That's cool. And happy birthday to Miss Sophia Batella, who is 40 years old. Yeah, that's right. She is 40. She looks 25. <laughs> My God. 20. I mean, she is... Like, as I raise my wine glass, fine wine, anybody? Yes. Mm. She is aging like fine wine. Cannot wait to see what she does in Rebel Moon. She's going to kick all sorts of age. Of course, the box office right there. Okay, this is funny. (laughs) I mean... I want I want to see I, I do want to see what Tyrese's character was supposed to be doing in Morbius because his character got really cut to shit in Morpheus. But my God, <laughs> uh, apparently Tyrese thought that this image of Martin Scorsese in front of a Morbius banner was real. I was at aghast at to find out it was based on a comic book, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. He posted this right here. Uh, wow, wow, wow. I can't believe that just happened. Whoa. Cheers and hats off to you, Daniel Espinoza. This is so amazing, King. This is the king of kings of cinema, Martin Scorsese. This is huge. Ouch. April Fool's, Tyrese. April Fool's. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, Tyrese thought that this was real. I mean, we all saw it. I think we all saw it on Friday. We all saw that he, uh, that people were passing this around. I blame, uh, I, I blame, I blame Aaron Bailey. 
Um, I don't know. That just wasn't Aaron, Aaron Bailey. But, you know, remember when he uh, he stirred up the Internet when it came to uh, Zack Snyder going to uh, Spider-Man No Way Home? Somebody took inspiration of that and put, it, put Martin Scorsese right in front of here. And it fooled Tyrese. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, so not only did Tyrese get his character's, like, backstory and 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 some other stuff just cut the shit in morbius he fell for this april fool's prank man that sucks that sucks man that sucks you gotta feel bad gotta feel bad Uh, but not that bad it's pretty fucking hilarious (laughs) uh everything everywhere um you know uh, the multiverse movie that's going to be coming out that made uh, 856k over the weekend, but it was only in 38 theaters. Not too bad for 38 theaters. I am definitely seeing it this weekend because it's going to be nationwide. Cannot wait to see that. Then you got this guy freaking just parachuting right over a fucking pyramid. That's crazy. And the Grammys were last night. Uh, not as much drama as the Oscars, but I don't really care for the Grammys because 86% of the performers, I have no fucking clue who they are, but I know who Billie Eilish is, and she was wearing a Taylor Hawkins shirt. So that was freaking awesome. And, of course, they did a tribute as well, which I think I tweeted that out too. But that's pretty awesome that uh, Billie Eilish, she wore a Taylor Hawkins shirt. Really loved that. Really loved that. And this was pretty funny right here. Somebody made this. Here comes the slap, and then, and then, Toby Spider Man stops it. So, pretty awesome. That was good. That made me laugh. But yeah, Grammys uh, puts on an extended tribute to Taylor, to Foo Fighters Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, I watched it. Oh God, got a lump in my throat and everything. Got teary eyed. Still can't believe it. I hate this timeline that we're in. I really do. And then we got Mr. Alessandro, of course, who's made uh, my background. He's made the, the Batman the Fanimated art. He has a new video of drawing the Barry Keegan Joker, so make sure you guys check that out. He has some Nirvana in there, so hopefully he didn't get the hopefully he didn't get like a copyright on that, but it's a good video, so go check it out. Very talented dude. Really like it. Elon Musk now owns a significant portion of Twitter, guys. So watch out. Watch out. I mean, he owns more than the, you know, than well Jack Dorsey's no longer like CEO, but he owns more than Jack Dorsey. Crazy. 9.2% of the, of, the, of the shares. That is nuts. I don't know what Elon's doing. He did. He has been tweeting out some interesting stuff. But yes, he owns a very significant portion of Twitter right now. Crazy. Batman Begins suit. I'm telling you, I love this fucking suit. It's better than the Dark Knight suit, 100%. Look at that thing. Come on. It's freaking awesome. So good. So good. I like that, though. Can you imagine if it had a white bat on it? How cool would that look? But I know that's in the pre-process right there. But I just love I love that suit. Look at that right there. That's ca- the capeless. Looks pretty badass. Just m- much more of a beast on there. Season 3 of The Witcher is now in production. So they got this photo right there. Looks really cold. Looks pretty damn cold. So there you go. Season 3 already kicking into gear right there with Mr. Cavill. Mr. Cavill, happy losing vegan powers day. If you guys remember this from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, on April 4th, 7.30, yeah, he partook in a plate of chicken parmesan. That was a great scene, but that whole fucking movie is great. 
And uh, all artists out there, apparently Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness fan art contest. Follow the official Marvel Studios and Dr. Strange Twitter and Instagram accounts. Post a photo of your original Dr. Strange-inspired artwork on Twitter. So artists out there, please go ahead and do so. And like I said, I posted uh, I posted some outtakes on uh, the Patreon. So if you want to, if you patrons out there want to go check that out, or if you want to go check it out, support the Patreon. Got that. Hey, look at this. Amy Schumer sucks. Uh, <laughs> Amy Schumer just sucks. Apparently, Amy Schumer revealed one of the Oscar jokes she wasn't allowed to say was "Don't look up" is the name of a movie. More like "Don't look down the barrel of Alec Baldwin's shotgun." What the fuck? I wasn't allowed to say any of that, but you can just come up and slap someone. Zing. Okay. I... Glad it was cut. She's fucking hilarious, isn't she? Look at her go. Oy. Okay. Moving on. Eight years ago today, Captain, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier was released. Uh, arguably the best MCU movie. And then happy birthday to you. 57 years old, Mr. Uh, Robert Danny Jr. turns today. So, And then happy anniversary to this freaking gem of a video about the, <laughs> this. This video always just, I mean, I, I've had arguments like this. I, t I shit you not, guys. I've had arguments like this where you just, you know, Maybe a little drinking has happened and you get a little, you know, you get a little animated. Me, you get animated? No, but I've had arguments like this. But, yeah, happy four-year anniversary to this gem of a video right here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is Good me. Hold on. Her sister was a witch, right? And what was her sister? A princess. A wicked witch of the East, bro. <laughs> You're gonna stab him. You're gonna look at me and you're gonna tell me that I'm wrong? Am I wrong? My she wore a crown and she came down in a bubble, dog. I'm not fighting with you. Grow up. I'm not fighting bro. with you. Grow up. Get educated. <laughs> yes, I've had arguments like that. I definitely have. A, <laughs> I've gotten animated like that, probably even more. But yeah, happy anniversary to that video. David Ayer posting some more stuff that, you know, gets us all, you know, pulling out our magnifying glasses. At this point, it doesn't even matter who came against you. It's obvious they haven't won. So some inspiring words right there. Inspiring words right there. Get educated, bro. Jim Carrey, which, yes, he did mention that he might be quitting acting, but who knows? Who knows if that's actually going to be the case? It's Jim Carrey. He hasn't been in much. He's been in a couple things. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it, but Jim Carrey says the Truman Show was the fastest he's ever said yes to starring in a film, which he should because that is one of his all-time best performances, one of his best movies, okay? I mean, obviously... When it comes to like your you know, Dumb and Dumber is probably my favorite movie. Then you got Ace Ventura in there, of course. And there's, you know, so many things. But when it came to the Truman Show, that's where it was like he had to be charming, funny. And he also had to be serious and show those chops. And it was absolutely fantastic. I remember I watched that movie in history class at one. For some reason, my teacher showed it to us in history class, which was interesting. Then we got Rachel Zegler. Uh, when she was asked about the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing, she said, I feel like it's none of my business. Finally, she shuts up. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's Bill Skarsgård cast, apparently. So apparently we're going to be getting, uh, remember that whole Crow reboot that Mr. Jason Momoa was supposed to was supposed to star in? And they did like 
screen tests and everything, not screen tests, but they did a camera test and everything of him in the makeup. We, uh, I think it was like a couple few months ago. I think it was sometime last year. We saw Jason Momoa done up in the makeup. He looked great. There was even video of it. He was all excited for it, but then he walked away. It kind of got shelved, but apparently it's back. It's off the shelf. And now it's seeming like uh, that Bill Skarsgård is going to be cast as the lead right there, which, I mean, Jason Momoa would have been fantastic, absolutely, and maybe would have been a better choice, but I don't hate Bill Skarsgård. The thing is, though, I don't know how they're going to top the original movie because the original movie, that's, I don't know. I, I, I hope they go as dark. There's just something about that movie, the tone, the aesthetic, everything about that movie, Brandon Lee. And, of course, may he rest in peace, which really sucked what happened in that movie. Ernie Hudson. I mean, just that movie, it's going to be hard to capitalize on it. They tried to make sequels. I think Edward Furlong was in a couple of the sequels or something like that, which is crazy. But, um, yeah. So, Mr. Skarsgård. I mean, I guess they just thought, who looks good and who looks good done up in white paint? Well, the guy who played it, I think he'd be pretty good. But, you know, Skarsgård's good. I just watched, I watched Deadpool 2 last night. I forgot that he was in that movie. <sighs> but yeah, so should be good. Should be good. And happy birthday to you. That's right, Mr. Heath Ledger would have been, I think, forty-three. I think people were saying today. But yeah, Heath Ledger, uh, his it's his birthday today. So obviously, very uh, a lot of memorable roles. <laughs> Significantly, of course, the the Joker. But Knight's Tale. Don't sleep on the Knight's Tale. Very entertaining movie. And then of course, um, Brokeback Mountain right there. So which was also a pretty damn great movie. Anyways, all right. So that's pretty much it right there when it comes to the tweets. Okay, let's talk about Morbius. Let's talk more about Morbius, my God. It's been pretty crazy seeing uh, what's going to be happening. I mean, obviously, uh, if you look at the box office report, we saw that you know it did make $38.1 million domestically, which not not bad for a movie that... That was delayed like crazy. It came out after Spider-Man that a lot of people that seem like to not be excited about. You know, not too shabby, I guess you could say. Um, Yeah, 10 Things I Hate About You. There you go. Captain Gator Girl. That's also a great movie that he was in. Um, So, yeah, we'll look at the uh, let's look at the box office first because we had the rough numbers before I went uh, and had a a nice long day. I, I did that little short video talking about it. But yeah, so right here, Morbius, of course, was number one and fully had made uh, pretty much uh, worldwide. It's made eighty three point nine million dollars. Now, I heard that there was like a seventy five million dollar budget, but I don't know if it got inflated. I don't know if that was um, actually correct. But if it was, I mean, not a not a bad start, not a bad start at all when it comes to Morbius. And uh, the only thing that I'm not really liking here is uh, it's kind of funny that it, it, it that it is that it is the case, but why is it that that I'm seeing that I was seeing a lot? I mean, it was like, all right, this movie, if you saw it, it got ripped to shit. I mean, we just talked about Tyrese and the his char- There was like a part of his character arc that had something to do with a robotic arm that was totally omitted from the movie. His, I mean, him. And, his character and his partner just showed up every now and again. You didn't really know who the, what the fuck there was probably way more that was going on right there. So it got ripped to shreds, but there are people out there that are just happy that it beat the suicide squad at the box office. What the fuck? 
Remember how we used to not like it when studios cut up movies, guys? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you know who we're talking about, of course. Yeah, yeah second, second Warner Brothers. Brothers. I mean, we, we didn't like that, but, you know, but, but narratives, you know, long as it beat the Suicide Squad, that's good. And I've even seen people say that it's better than the Batman. I mean, I'm talking, I mean, it's just when I, when you kind of just see that stuff, especially in the, fandom the snyder fandom you kind of just go yeah you're just doing that you're just saying that because narratives pettiness i don't know but i don't really like it and i'm just like wow now i'm not saying like if people who liked it fantastic i'm glad you did i personally didn't really like it i liked some of it there's some cool spots in there i like jared leto but there are some people man that are just like i just don't get it why we're not there's so many times we're like, you're not supposed to compare box offices to these movies. And then they d- go ahead and do it because they hate James Gunn. So they're going to use it on that. Or they hate, of course, the fact that uh, it's part of the Hamadaverse, which I always hate the Hamadaverse. Like that guy's even fucking doing anything. You guys give him too, too much credit to that guy. Guy's not creating any fucking universes. Get the fuck out of here. But, um, yeah, I just, oh man, when I saw that, um, it's, uh, you know, and, and people who enjoyed it, it's fine. I'm glad you did. I mean, I didn't. And t- the whole time I'm just going, God damn. I'm like, look at the messy editing right there. Look at the transition from that scene to that scene. And I'm just sitting there going, hey, remember when, you know, th- th- they just totally ripped up this movie. The studio fucking ripped up this movie and um, and everything. But there's an article, like I said, that I want you guys to uh, check out that was from THR. This article right here from Richard Newby, 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 um, you guys know who he is. He posted this on April 1st, Morbius and when the critical consensus bites. So he's pointing out the fandom on all the fandom, because when it comes to fandom, I tell you what, I mean, like I said, I was just particularly talking about the Snyder fandom when it came to them happy that it just beats uh, it beats the Suicide Squad, which. Okay, Um, but then you got fandom like the MCU fandom. Obviously, the people in the MCU really just wanted to shit on this movie right from the start. When they heard about this movie, they didn't want anything to do with it, really. They wanted to shit all over it and just criticize it and just hope that it would fail because they want Sony to sell the rights back to Disney and to Kevin Feige and all that stuff. But really great article right here, I mean, that he uh, puts out. He says, the reaction surrounding Morpheus has left me somewhat delusioned by the notions of subjectivity and giving films their fair shot. Morpheus is a film I enjoyed quite a lot and uh, think it maintains the spirit of 90s comic books I grew up reading. I was thoroughly entertained. That's not the consensus, and that's okay. A film is, the film is currently sitting, of course, at a harsh 15% right now, which, of course, that's the, the, it's actually, right now, it's currently at 16%, so it's actually gone up just one percentage point. But, yeah, he basically just talks about how people were just, especially, you know, this is where the MCU fanboys come in and where they were just wanting to just shit all over this thing. And he, uh, this is a good paragraph right here. I'm not troubled by those who generally didn't like it, though I think worst Marvel movie since Josh Trank's Fantastic Four is severely exaggerated. I agree with that. Some people were saying it was the worst Marvel movie ever. I'm like, have you seen Dark World? I mean, it's just like... Have you seen Fantastic Four 2? Uh, Even though Fantastic Four 2 was not as bad as people say. Anyways, there are worse Marvel movies. 
What I find troubling is the number of critics and potential audience members who've been inclined to trash this movie since it was announced, taking to social media to repeatedly voice their disdain at the very concept of a studio other than Disney making a film about a character they're unfamiliar with. I love that because a lot of these people probably didn't even know who the fuck Morbius was. So the fact that Disney's not making it, everybody's like, fuck you, boo, boo. But at the same time, though, I'm also kind of going, man, what is Sony doing at the same time? And then, of course, he talks about the, the delays from um, COVID-19 only extended the issue, giving more time for folks to sharpen their knives because of some misbegotten idea that the only way to make a superhero to make superhero movies is the way Marvel Studios does it. And sometimes and I stress only sometimes how Warner Brothers does it. But the thing is, Warner Brothers at one point was and probably still trying to make it like Marvel Studios does. And I can't help but wonder if people actually care about these characters or are they just or are they just in it for a cameo from someone more popular or the teaser for the next thing so that they can keep the hype train moving and never have to sit back and reflect on a story on its own terms. That's a good point because but at the same time. Partially, the studios are feeding into that. And I think Sony 100% thought, okay, there's not, there's not a lot of hype for Morbius. Let's cut it down as much as possible and let's set up the next thing it's going to be. I mean, remember, guys, this movie was, wasn't it was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home, right? Wasn't it supposed to come out for that or was it supposed to still come out after that? I don't know. But if you saw that post credit scene, that thing, again, and I can't stress, I mean, that the post credit scene in Morbius, or the mid credit, it just really didn't make a lot of sense. Obviously, we know that it's Michael Keaton's involved, Vulture's involved, and I don't know if you guys watched it. It just seemed like somebody, like a, it, somebody got drunk at a bar and wrote it down on a cocktail napkin, and they said, "Hey, Michael Keaton, you got to come in and, and reshoot a, a scene." Poor Michael Keaton got brought in to you know do that shit and actually say, "We should team up." Uh, literally, we should team up. What? Sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. There's a literally we should team up. Oh man. It's really bad. I simply can't place my faith in reviews and opinions from critics or audience members who have spent their months wishing for a, the film's failure. Went into the theater looking for things to hate. Hey, uh, handing out half-star ratings on Letterboxd while admitted they haven't seen it or upset Spider-Man doesn't show up in the movie. That's not about him. Yet, that hate is popular. It receives social media engagement, encourages hyperbole, and turns film criticism into a game of memes, a competition of who can lay down the sickest burns in, the, in an age where we think of almost any form of mass distributive entertainment as content rather than something made by people who more often than not care about their work. Yeah. So he brings up a lot of good points. It's all I'm going to read from it. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, like I said, I posted it down below. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's happening all over the place. I mean, that's happening now when it comes to even um, you know newer DC movies. Oh, it's uh, it's going over this direction. Well, I'm just going to go in there and hate it, hate everything about it. Um, I mean, I, I I can't grasp that concept of like actually going into a movie, paying to go into a movie just so I can walk out and hate it, like. And that's what sucks, too, because my critique of Morbius was it wasn't good. I didn't like it. But now people are probably questioning, well, was it because you're a Spider-Man fan? It's because you love No Way Home so much and it didn't have Spidey in it? So now people question my 
critique of the movie. And it's like, yeah, because there's people out there, people in fandoms that just want to rip these movies apart now. And it's just it's crazy. But at the same time, Sony is feeding into it. I mean, there's so many things. Okay, so we have this right here. Oh, geez, pop ups much. Morbius director addresses the Spider-Man murderer mural from the movie's first trailer. So look at this right here. So Mr. Espinoza was asked on Cinema Blend about the mural that we saw in the trailer right here. And this is just Sony trying to capitalize on Spider-Man. Obviously, we saw that in there and everybody was hyped about it. Everybody was looking, you know, trying to wonder, like, why is why is Toby's Spider-Man on the wall right there? And why is Murderer right there, right there? He said, the image is only in the trailer. So for me, as a director, I only do the movie. I, as a fan, have several kinds of opinions and thoughts about that. But since I didn't put it in there, since I didn't put it there, because it's not in the movie, I didn't put it in the trailer either. So if I said something about what I think it is, it would be as a fan. But because I'm the director... I would be accused of knowing something, which I don't, you know, if I knew something I could tell you, but it's not mine. It's not from my idea. You know, I would love to be honest and responsible, but I can't because it's not mine. See, this is just Sony trying to capitalize on Spider-Man. So they're feeding into this bad, this, the way that fandom is right now. And the fact of the matter is, is like, when we saw that, everybody was freaking out about it and trying to connect, like, what's the connection? Who's the Spider-Man? And the director didn't even want to put that in there. It was all just to sell the fucking movie. It's crazy. That's what sucks about that. And then the director, Mr. Espinosa, also debunks Kevin Feige's role in the controversial MCU scene. So apparently Kevin Feige didn't even have, when it came to the mid credit scene, Kevin Feige had no involvement in that either. The first thing that happened was we had Michael Keaton because we were planning on doing this. But then when Spider-Man No Way Home came out, it said this is how the visual effects are. And then the idea of having him just encountering him in that universe seemed too complicated. And then we put it in the end. Yeah, and then, of course, they asked uh, Double Down on the reasoning, noting he didn't know how Vulture's appearance would have worked without No Way Home. Yes, because we have to match. It didn't, uh, I didn't know how uh, the transportation would look in that. And then, of course, continues on, uh, different timelines, all that stuff. That wasn't done. That didn't exist. And uh, so there was all these small things that had to be addressed. But I think that the concept of having different timelines were, I believe, came from Sony, not Kevin Feige. It was Sony that initiated the idea. Again, someone wrote it on a fucking cocktail napkin, probably. I think that Miles Morales that you have in the Spider-Verse, uh, I, I, I would bet your life on that you would have Miles Morales from Spider-Verse in uh, Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe at some point. And then, of course, you know, talking about Sinister Six and all that stuff. But, yes, so that's what I'm talking about right there. It's just like it's all just uh, it's all just a mess. It's all just a mess. But read that article. It's good when it talks about how people just wanted to wanted this movie to fail. I, I, I never I've never wanted a movie to fail. Has anybody ever wanted a movie to fail? Like a bunch of people work really hard on it. One in particular person probably works the hardest on it. And then people just behind their keyboards, you know, just eh, taking a bite of hot pocket. Fuck this movie. It's weird. 
you know, I, but I'm just like, Hey, if it, if it's successful, cool. If it's not, uh, Oh, well try again. But yeah, Phantom's just gotten ugly where that's not the way I would do it. It's not the way I, me would do it. So I don't like this universe. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. And then you got the opposite people. There's a bunch of people praising it just because they want to shit on the movies that are coming out in the universe that they like. I don't know. It's all crazy. Makes me want to drink more wine. But what can you do, guys? What can you do? Ah, yeah. Anyways, so read that article. And uh, let's just be better fans, huh? Oh, you guys are good. Don't worry. Most of you. Not Jose. Just kidding. Love you, Jose. All right. Will Smith. So, man, I, uh, as much as we want this whole thing to just kind of blow over, um, it's not. It's not blowing over, sadly. So, um Apparently, over the weekend, there was talks about um, certain things, certain movies that he was going to be involved in are now going to be put on hold. The first one that was mentioned was Netflix. He was going to be doing a Netflix movie called Fast and Loose that was going to be directed by David Leitch. And apparently this movie, this is weird. Who knows, like, how legit everything is, but this is what uh, THR is saying. A source says Netflix was competing with Universal to be the next project for Leitch, but Universal pulled ahead, according to the sources. Netflix put out an urgent call for another director to take over. Yeah, because David Leitch ended up, he's going to be directing a movie called Fall Guy with Ryan Gosling. Um, but yeah, to get another director uh, to take over the project, featuring the star who is heavily favored to win, of course, the Oscars. But soon after Smith's attack on Chris Rock uh, on the Oscar stage, Netflix quietly moved the project to the back burner. So there's that part of it. And uh, I think, uh, nope, not, not that. What was, uh, oh, yeah, there's this right here, too. This right here that says, Will Smith received 40 pages of the script for Bad Boys 4, before the Oscars, and now the film has been put on pause. So that was also from THR2. Like, I'm not sure exactly how legit everything is, but you can understand it. I, I think even Will Smith is going to be like as much. He's resigned. He's put out a statement. He's done all that. So I don't know. Like, I can see him just wanting to just, hey, let me just relax a little bit. Let me just disconnect, disconnect from everything. Let's just do that. And, uh, you know, maybe not make any movies right now. So I know a lot of, a lot of when we see these headlines, we kind of just immediately like snap into like, oh, fuck this. This is not right. This is blah, blah. but at the same time, you never know what 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 Will Smith is even thinking. You know, uh, obviously, he know he knew he fucked up. And I think we can all agree that, yes, he fucked up. He fucked up bad. He did. That was not that was not like him. And obviously what I keep on saying is hopefully. He could seek some help for anything that's happening in his personal life. And, uh, you know, when it comes to all that, I even heard some interesting things, too, over. Uh, I forgot who I was talking to. But, yeah, somebody actually told me something interesting um, about something else that happened. And, you know, Jada, obviously, that's a big part of it. So, But, yeah, when it comes to these movies, wanting to just kind of, like, pump the brakes, I don't doubt it. Right now, when everything's kind of just going crazy... I just hope in like a couple of months it all just blows over and I, his career is not going anywhere. It's Will Smith. He's not going anywhere. He's not going to be fully like he's not going to go get canceled or anything like that unless he just decides to just give up acting, just like how Jim Carrey is saying that he's going to give up acting. I doubt that that's going to be the case, but um, I just hope that 
I just really hope that Will Smith just just stay quiet for a little bit, spend some time with the family, and then just come back and have that redemption story. That's what he needs, a redemption story. We all like a redemption story, right? Okay, when people fuck up, I know there's some people that just want them to go away forever. That's where we're at right now in society is like, no, you fucked up. You now should go away and be canceled forever. Go away. No, that's the way it should not be. It should all, you know, there should be, if we can get a redemption story is great, to be honest. And I want to see the Will Smith redemption story. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully it all blows over because I want to, I, I would like to see um, Bad Boys 4. I would like to see that Fast and Loose movie as well because I like Will Smith a lot. And hopefully he can get that help. Michael Keaton, speaking of somebody I love, and speaking of somebody that would never, ever probably get, you know, canceled or whatever the hell, nobody would ever go after Michael Keaton because he just seems like such a likable dude. Now, um, yes, I know there's a lot of rumors and leaks and whatever the fuck out there when it comes to the flash movie people are just like talking about it like crazy and this movie uh, this movie is just gonna suffer i don't know it's just it's gonna suffer a lot of that it's really gonna suffer a lot of that i've heard things but i you know the things that i heard i don't really want to fully like express i mean the only major things that were that uh just just confirmation that yes uh the movie does not kill batfleck I've I've been saying that for a while where it's like, no, I don't think they're going to kill Batfleck. Why would they do that? Uh, the door is going to be left open for just in case maybe Ben Affleck will be like, hey, let's come back. Maybe Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, please be like, hey, you should play Batman again. That'd be hot or something. I don't know. Do something. Get him back in that bat suit. We'll see. But that's the only thing. I mean, obviously, I mean, that was just a thing that was like, oh, yeah, it's, he's not going to get killed off because so many people thought that they were just going to kill off Batfleck. But yeah, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of BS too that's out there. I mean, who, who don't listen to Reddit, DC EU leaks, all that stuff. Fuck that. But I want to talk about one particular thing that did come out of the Flash screening was people were saying that Michael Keaton steals steals. He's a scene stealer, I guess you could say. People were saying that he was the best part of the movie, which I'm like cool because I love Michael Keaton. But I'm going fuck. It's not his movie. <laughs> I mean. It's not his movie. You know, it's 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 kind of bad when it's a Flash movie and then people are like, Jesus Christ, Michael Keaton, Batman. That's the best part of the movie. And it's like, shit, that's something you don't want to hear. You just don't want to hear that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, one of the things that, I mean, I'm looking forward to it and all and everything like that, but I, but I wanted to bring up this image of him from the Flash set is... The only thing I wish they, they, they didn't do was, you know, put a wig on him. I mean, they, I like his hair when he's like, you know, obviously he's got the receding hairline. He's not like fully bald or anything like that. I just like his look, how he looks now. And I wish they would have kept it like that. But they're trying to bring back that right there, which I'm kind of going, I don't know if I like that, but we'll see what happens with that. I mean, the silver fox right there, right? Jace. But it's just kind of interesting how... I saw, you know, people were saying that when uh, apparently when it came to um, when it came to this movie, it's Ezra movie. Yeah, it is still Ezra's movie, and I'm sure Ezra is still going to be likable as 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 hell too. But it's just, um, yeah, I think we were all kind of worried that like, oh, Michael Keaton's Batman is going to, uh, you know, be a little bit of a scene stealer. But you got to remember, like, how much is Michael Keaton's Batman going to be in this movie? Significant, sure, but. 
Um, but obviously it's going to still be Ezra's movie. And he's playing two characters too, by the way, he's playing two characters too. So, I mean, I think when it came to the, um, the, the test screening, I think a lot of people, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean, this is going back to studios doing their thing to sell their products, going back to Morbius using Spider-Man to sell their product. I mean, let's face it. Having Michael Keaton come back in the Flash movie is going to help. It's, it's going to help put butts in the seats. You can't deny that. You can't deny that that's, that's, that's the case. It is going to help put butts in the seats. Uh, the fact that there are going to be two Batman in there, sure, it's going to help put butts in the seats. I just hope that there's enough, um, there's enough with Ezra that it'll, you know, people will walk out going, you know what? Ezra's great. He's great. Very much. Great. And, uh, you know, because obviously when he was in Zack Snyder's Justice League, stole a lot of scenes in there. So, but yeah, so there you go. I'm just kind of, I was just kind of seeing that. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting that, uh, that that was coming out of there too. And I'm like, I just hope he doesn't chew up the scene too much. Probably not. Uh, hopefully he's in a good amount. And, and, and Andy Muschietti, we trust. At least I trust. Hopefully. All right, and then finally, let's talk about some April movies. Uh, this was a new segment that I started in February. We just kind of look forward to the uh, to uh, to the month that we are in, and of course, we're already what four days four days into it. I should have did it last week, but kind of forgot about it. But um, yeah, of course, last month was you know kind of a slow month. It was mainly just the Batman, the Batman, the Batman, Lost City, you know, and of course, the Batman was victorious when it came to. Uh, when it came to the month of March, but when it comes to the month of April, obviously we have Morbius. Now I'm just kind of wondering, is Morbius going to be, you know, victorious when it comes to the month of April? What do you guys think? Could be. Um, I heard good things about the contractor, which came out on, I think on Amazon prime, which stars Chris Pine. I think, uh, Scott said it was pretty good, but, um, then you got the movie like the bubble. That's, Coming out, of course, that I think that is already out on Netflix, which looked interesting, kind of looked like Tropic Thunder um, that came out over the weekend. But now now we're looking ahead, obviously, when it comes to the following week. Now, when it comes to this week, man, I want to see Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Enjoyed the first one, which I think that movie that movie might be the winner of April. I'm just saying Sonic the Hedgehog two, but then there's also, we got a Michael Bay movie coming out ambulance. That's also coming out this, this weekend. So we got some Bayisms that are coming out, but then we also have everything everywhere all at once, which I am big time looking forward to. There's no Thursday night showing, so I won't be seeing that. I am going to see Sonic the Hedgehog two. I don't know when I'll see ambulance. I'll probably just see it when it comes out on video. Who knows? But, uh, Friday, I think right after work, I'm going to go and uh, check out Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That's the movie I'm looking forward to the most. The most. Which, uh, you know, A24 looks looks crazy. Um, and then just moving forward, there's a movie called Father Stew starring starring Mark Wahlberg, which I'm kind of curious about. Kind of like a con man kind of thing going on. He pretends to be a father, priest, whatever. Um that's going to be interesting. I guess even Mel Gibson's involved in that. Ah, interesting. So we got that. And then, of course, we got Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of uh, Dumbledore, which I'm not into the Harry Potter stuff. I've told you guys that. Just never got into the wizardy things of everything. So I'm 
not going to see that because I really I haven't seen any of the Fantastic Beast movies. I haven't even seen all the Harry Potter movies. Just it's just never my bag, man. So that movie actually might be the big movie of April. Who knows? So there's that, and then there's uh, more more movies coming out that I never even heard about. Yeah, and then you got the bad guys. I've seen that movie. Like seen that trailer. It's an animated movie with like a wolf, a spider, an alligator. You know, always the bad. It looks pretty good. Sam Rockwell. He I think he voices like the the wolf. But the Northman. That the Northman is also. We just talked about it. Uh, Mr. Eggers is talking about chopping up his movie, but uh, that movie comes out on the twenty second. So. Again, we're going to have some, you know, just some cinema, some cinema that's going to be coming out with that, as well as everything everywhere all at once. So we got some pretty good cinema movies that are coming out, non non CBMs, non franchise. They're their own thing, you know, their own original ideas that are coming out. So that's going to be good. But then we also got on the 22nd, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Nicolas Cage, his own movie, very meta. Yeah, that's. A lot of good movies coming out this month, guys. See, and that's another thing that's going to suck. I'm like, oh, man, when it comes to the, the 21st for early showings, what am I going to see? Am I going to see The Northman or am I going to see The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? That's going to be that's gonna be a rough one right there. So, And then uh, keep going, keep going. And then at the end of the month, we have not really too much. Something called Memory with Liam Neeson. He's holding a gun, so it's just Liam Neeson kicking ass again. Yeah, didn't he just have a movie where he was just, you know, kicking ass? Yeah, I guess so. So another Liam Neeson movie is coming out called Memory this time. Holy shit. Guy just doesn't stop. Good for him. Good for him. I love the fact that Brad Pitt, you know, the the uh, the bullet train, whatever, um, that movie, that's like Brad Pitt's now going in. He's got, gotten to that age where it's like, all right, now I'm going to be like kind of old guy kicking ass. So, but yeah, that's pretty much the movies that are coming out in April. Like I said, The Northman and Everything Everywhere All at Once is what I'm looking forward to the most. But uh, what do you guys think? What's going what's gonna to win? What's going to win in April? Do you think it's going to be Morbius or do you think it's going to be Sonic the Hedgehog? It's got to be one of those two, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, I did mention uh, Ambulance. Chuck, I did. That's what I was kind of like going, oh, man, I want to see that as well. But I'm going to go see Sonic and then probably the next day I'm going to go see Everything Everywhere All at Once. So, yeah. Yeah, the struggles, the struggles when it comes to this. So, yeah, but it, I would say that I think Sonic the Hedgehog might be the winner, the box office winner when it comes to April. We'll see. Maybe it will be Fantastic Beasts, you think? Okay, Cat says Fantastic Beasts. I just don't know if there's still that 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 big pull. I yeah, I think Morbius is going to not have legs. I don't think Morbius is going to have legs no matter what people think. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog, though, Sonic the Hedgehog, I mean, he does, I mean, he has legs, he runs really fast. But yeah, so yeah, yeah, you might be right there, Cat. It might be, it might be a showdown between Fantastic Beasts and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. So I don't care of any of these movies, honestly. Stephanie says, okay, so you're not going to go to the movies this this month. I'll be seeing uh, most of those. Like I said, I'm just not into Fantastic Beasts, just not. Looks good. I just, I would have to catch up on all the other Harry Potter stuff. So my bad. Yeah, lots of Harry Potter fans. Yeah, there is. That's true. Lots of Harry Potter fans. You would think with glasses like these, I would be a a big time Harry Potter fan. But no, just I don't know. The wizard stuff just never. I you know I like grown men in capes and tights. That's what I like. Anyways, okay. Um, let's go to the questions. The Twitter questions, right? Meow. 
Where am I at? There we go. All right, let's see what's going on on Twitter. Hold on. Let me uh, let me do a scroll first and make sure. Uh. <laughs> okay, so we got that. Holy shnikes. Okay, we got all that. Got all that. All right, make sure. Uh, you know, I got to make sure. Eh, see, there's that guy. That's at the very end, though. Just making sure that nobody's posting any nudie shit or spoiler shit on Twitter questions. Anyways, all right, here we go. All right, so we got uh, Mr. Eric right here. Uh, not the right one, right? Yeah. Okay, so the Starman's uh, been talking about the need to restore free speech on Twitter, but this, frankly, is every bit as glorious. Yes, Elon Musk, the only reason why he bought so many shares is he's going to put that fucking edit button in there finally. Jeez. Hopefully, let's put that edit button there. How many times I fuck up on tweets? All the time. Mr. Tet. Hey, Dave. I was thinking about Zack Snyder's Justice League today, and I think Infinity War was written as a response to Zack Snyder's Justice League, similar to the way Disney and DreamWorks used to spy on each other's. I know Civil War definitely was a response to uh, BBS. Very well could. Who knows? Uh, Edward. Hey, Dave, with the lamest uh, with the lamest way to ruin Keaton's vulture and Morbius, I am happy to hear he is great as his Batman in the Flash movie. Yep. Keaton really uh, hopping on with uh, DC and wants away from Marvel. Maybe he does. I'm like, he had his time, right? Carrie. Okay, Dave, here's your challenge. Favorite gangster movie about the mob or criminals versus favorite crime drama, which um, <clears throat> may be about cops, robbers, cops taking down the mob, solving crime, for example. Fave gangster movie, uh, Godfather. I mean, that's ultimate, right? And then favorite crime drama, L.A. Confidential. Go. See, you put me on the spot, and I'm like, you know, I got to – there's so many gangster movies out there where I'm like, I need to revisit. Because growing up, and I've said this before, I was never big time into the gangster type movies, but now I am. I mean, does Dick Tracy fall into a, a crime drama? <laughs> That's like what I'm thinking about right now. I mean, when you think about those kind of movies right there. So, yeah, I'd have to think about that one. I need to revisit. But, I mean, obviously, Godfather is always going to be that classic. Um, and then, you know, you got Goodfellas, too, you know, which is always going to be up there as well. So... Mr. Ryan, I feel that Matt Reeves' Batmobile is going to evolve more and more in the sequels as the current version is the start of a work in progress and will end up more along the lines of Batman Killing Time number 2 by Tom King and Alejandro Sanchez. Thoughts? Yeah? Look at that. I mean, uh, when it comes to this design, you could tell that it just kept evolving, evolving, evolving. And yes, it could very well look like something like this. But, I mean, I love how the way it looks. I love the way it looks in the Batman. And when it starts up, man, when I saw my third my third screening for the Batman, when I saw it with that f- full-on Dolby um, sound, like, oh, my God. I mean, my, my fucking taint was vibrating. It was like, oh, 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 man. I needed a cigarette after that scene. Ronak, these flash rumors are being uh, rampant are being rampant, and at some point, I'm hoping Andy should should tweet something about it. What do you think? Nah, I don't think he's going to tweet anything about it, to be honest. He'll probably, that Warner Brothers probably going to be like, just just stay quiet. Um, he's not James Gunn. 
Uh, Dylan, let's just say the version of Vulture in Morbius was just a variant and the real Vulture is still in the MCU. That could be the case. Very well could be the case. But then again, you see, I don't know. It's all weird. But what he says, the dialogue, though, it makes it sound like it's not the case. Cooper Knox, we we now know more about what's going on with the Flash movie more so than J.J. Superman Project. Well, J.J. Superman Project most likely is not going to go anywhere. Nobody fucking wants what he what what apparently they were going to be doing. Well, this is quite interesting. Yeah, apparently. ah, Yeah, I saw this. All them. But do we I know like when it comes. It's weird, though, when it comes to Twitter, because sometimes they'll bump things up. I don't know. There's going to be needing some more investigating with this. Yeah, Um, because there's been times before where like, oh, my God, so and so or so or this company or that they've followed so and so. But then we find out that, oh, no, they've always followed them. But for some reason, Twitter like bumps them up when you look at the following. I don't know. It's very strange. So I don't know. Apparently everything's looking. I don't know. I don't know if it's old or new, but a lot of people are talking about that today. So we shall see. We should see how that develops right there. Just, yeah, again, you know, don't always get too too excited. Too excited. You just never know. Mr. Andrew Casali. I feel like after hearing these leaks, my love for Batman 1989 film will be ruined because Keaton gets rebooted where he doesn't kill and his, his villains and whatever the hell, blah, blah, blah. And the two movies, um, well, why are they? F- well, I mean, let's not jump to conclusions there, buddy. Yeah, you just can't jump into conclusions. You can't do that. Uh, Bert, tell ya. Um, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, there is a... <laughs> there is a... Uh, I've mentioned them before. The Snyder Cult, Dr. Shill Chill, um, posting these videos, which are interesting. Um, he post, They actually posted a video about me. Now, um, this one right here really took off. Um, they, they posted today. Um, you know, they're all about restore the Snyderverse and they say cancel the toxicity. It says it right there in the name. Uh, this time they were dedicating, I guess, uh, you know, a video towards cut a or, but yes, over the weekend, they did a video about me and they dug deep. They dug deep. They dug deep into, uh, apparently, um, if it's just one person or multiple people, I don't know, maybe just one person, but apparently he has been watching me for a while and he pulled some, he pulled like a clip from my very first film junkie video that I ever did, which was crazy and then he pulled a short film clip of a short film i did i was like well i don't know whether to be scared or applaud maybe i should deactivate my account it is pretty interesting but yeah this uh this account just kind of came out of nowhere turn the green i'm clipping okay i don't know i yeah my audio settings are kind of looking wonky right now i don't know why Ever since uh, I updated my damn computer to uh, to Windows 11, all my audio stuff got, like, kind of messed up. So I apologize if the sound is not that great. Jason, Morbius is a box office hit because of the Snyder fandom and because of Jared Leto's star power. Would you like a sequel to happen potentially with Blade? Yeah, I would like to see him take on Blade. Um, again, though, if you're saying, like, because of the Snyder fandom... This movie got chopped up. <laughs> it got chopped up. Just like the Snyder Cut did. Why isn't nobody mentioning that? That's the thing. We can't turn a blind eye 
to the fact that the studio chopped up another movie, another studio drop chopped up another movie just because we like Jared Leto because he was the Joker. That's the stuff. And there we go. Mr. Robert Pattinson is my mom posting another of his favorite, I don't know, model on OnlyFans or whatever the fuck. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. But yeah, so I apologize for the uh, for the microphone audio if it sounded shitty, which it probably did. I don't know what's going on with it. I got to adjust it again, but... Anyways, guys, there you go. Good God. <laughs> this guy's always supposed to. Uh, anyways, all right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up right there. Uh, make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Do all that and um, hit that notification bell. If you want to become a member, do the member, everything like that. <laughs> After this bullying, yeah. I need a, can I have a hug? Yeah. No, but uh, do all that and um, subscribe, notification bell, do all that stuff. Um, make sure if you want to join the Patreon, do that. So how about the pirate ship? Everything's right there, all down below. And like I said, read that article from THR from Mr. Newbie, Newbie, whatever, how, how you say his last name. Really, uh, you know, talks about the reaction to uh, Morbius and fandom and stuff like that. So do all that, and I'll see you guys tomorrow at the same junkie time, the same junkie channel. Talk to you later.